What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, we're back, and we're going to be doing a review for our episode 168 of Underwater from 2020, January. Brand brand new. Yeah. Well, everybody's been talking about how all the bad movies come out in January, and I watched a reviewer talk about this. I think it was Chris Stuckman or something. And he was like, you know, not all movies that come out in January are bad movies. It's just that most of the studios put out their movies in January that they don't know what to do with. Uh huh. And I was like, that's a really good point. So, um, but yeah, like every time we go to see a movie or something like that, I will not watch any reviews. Until right. I've written all my thoughts down and everything like that. Because you don't want them to guide you. I don't want any influence you. whatsoever. I don't want to self-doubt. None of that shit. So, but yeah, this underwater movie, guys. Oh, man. Yeah. I cannot wait to talk about it. We're a day late from talking about it. We decided to wait till the till today, uh, which is technically we're recording this on Saturday, but we saw the movie on Friday morning and uh-huh. I just was bubbling to talk about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't seen the movie yet, don't worry. We'll do spoiler free like we always do first and then we'll g- jump into our spoiler section afterwards with all the trivia and shit like that too. So, but how are you, Christina? How was your day today? I'm okay. I have a rash. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have, it's, it's called a Fitbit rash. Oh, okay. So it looks. I was like, where's the rash? <laughs> I don't know if you should be sharing this. It looks like my, <laughs> oh, shut up. It looks like my hand's going to get decapitated. It's called it's chlamydia. Really and, uh. <laughs> Why do you always have to go there? You always go for the vagina. I, n- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first of all, when anybody says they have a rash, it is always on anybody's mind where that rash That's may be. That's not true. A rash can happen on anywhere on your body. You should know that. I don't know. Also, <laughs> I'm trying to give up chocolate, and I'm sitting here, and there's a big old thing of Toblerone <laughs> sit Toblerone. there that you were supposed to hide, so I couldn't find it. Yeah. So I now even... I get to sit here and look at it. The Christina's family gave me like this fucking like. Costco box full of Toblerones, which first of all, I don't even eat this shit normally. I don't even like chocolate or candies and things like that. Although Christina has kind of brought me into the dark realm of chocolate and candy and sugar. So, (laughs) but I'm just saying like, that's, you know. But it's funny too. My parents gave you that. They didn't give me it. Yeah. Well, because I'm technically not supposed to be eating milk chocolate. Yeah. But this so... This is just, it's torture. Yeah. This is torture. Anyway, sorry. How are you, Alex? I'm doing great. I I'm doing you. great, Christina. <laughs> you, you've been putting up reviews on the YouTube. Yeah, I've been having a good couple of days. Like, I know that sounds weird saying that, but like to you guys probably listening, you're like, well, wow, is his life really that hard? <laughs> no, no, it's oh. not that hard, but I just, I don't know. I just like, I feel like a, a large, uh, portion of stress is off my back and i think it had to do with the top 2019 you know what i mean i think now (laughs) Uh that i've gotten some distance from it (laughs) you're like woo! i can but like i told you i'm like this year i'm gonna watch more movies than i ever watched in both all the years combined for 2020 Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna be watching as many fucking movies as i possibly can for 2020 whether we review them on the youtube channel or review them on fucking the podcast or put them up on the fucking website or whatever my my goal is to make sure that i wade through all of them almost as many as i possibly can right although some of them it's like fuck did you shoot me 
<laughs> anyway, and don't forget, guys, that uh, we do have our writers who are going to be putting up their top 2019 lists this week. So we're going to have uh, quite a few of our writers pick their top list. There's going to be a range of different opinions on that, which is always great to me. Uh, some people like indies. Some people like the mainstream. Some people like both. Uh, a lot of people like both. But I just wanted you guys to know about it that this week, keep a lookout at longlivethevoid.com to check out those. But uh, I think it might be that time. Aw, shit. Horse shots. All right, guys, so for this shot, obviously, it's dedicated to the movie Underwater, obviously, since we don't have any other fucking movies. Uh, but this one's called A Deep Sea Shepherd. There's a reason for it. If you've seen the movie, you know what we're talking about. Shepherd. You'll know. <laughs> but uh, it is our underwater shot. It is one part 99 coconuts, one part blue carousel, one part lime juice, and then you mix it all together. You could drink it cold or regular. I think it'd be fine either way. But me, you know me, guys. I always like them cold for the most part, unless it's whiskey. But shave your head, then bleach it blonde. <laughs> but you have to take this shot with the lights off. Okay, that's that's the whole thing. Because you're you got to get into the underwater experience. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, guys, that is an underwater shot. What do you think? Do you think it's pretty decent? Like we we wanted to add some sort of bunny theme to it, because if you've seen the movie, you'll also know there's like a thing about a bunny in it. But the, it's not the season for peeps. No, it started so, getting complicated. Yeah, it started getting really complicated. <laughs> so, you know, we had to just, you know, do what we could with what we had. So Right. Plus. Sounds uh, good. Plus the reason the shot, it'll be blue, light blue is because of the movie, they use these oxygen tanks that go from blue to dirty bong water, <laughs> <laughs> essentially. Uh, so we wanted to try to match it to that, So, uh, which I don't think is spoiling anything for anybody. No. So, And then it's called Shepherd. Because one of the bases is actually called Shepherd. So you'll figure it out once you see the movie. I just don't want to be too... I just don't want to talk too much about the movie until you've seen it. So if you would like to try a Deep Sea Shepherd, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of Underwater 2020 right now. Alright guys, so now we're going to go into our spoiler-free review, so don't worry, we won't ruin anything for you. We're just going to talk about our general opinions and things that we liked or expectations and things like that. And if it delivered, uh, I specifically would never want to ruin this movie for you because the end is very delightful and uh, I think you should go see it. So, um, But we'll get into that in a little bit. Christina did the work on this movie. Obviously, this movie just came out in 2020. And it's called Underwater. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. A crew of aquatic researchers work to get to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. But the crew has more than the ocean seabed to fear. Ooh. This was directed by William Eubank. Yeah. He has also directed one of Alex's favorite movies. No, nope, that's not the same movie. Oh, it's not? No, it's just another movie called The Signal. Oh, okay. Everybody gets that one confused. Yeah, I got confused. Okay, but it's called The Signal. Yeah, it's with it's um, Mor Morpheus in it. Oh, um, uh, Lawrence Fishborn. 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 I we I knew it had a fish in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course it does, right? Uh, he also wrote and directed a movie called Love from 2011. And then he also did a movie called Broken City, 2013. This is written by Brian Duffield. Uh, he also wrote Quarantine from 2014. The Babysitter from 2017, that movie on Netflix. Mm -hmm. That was a good movie. Um, and he also wrote Insurgent from 2015. Okay. Um, another writer on this was Adam Kozad. Uh, he did The Legend of Tarzan from... Two <laughs> huh? 
Go ahead. I was just laughing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of Tarzan from 2016. And he also wrote Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit from 2014. Huh. Okay. All right. Now let's do the cast. Believe it or not, you guys. Kristen Stewart has done other movies <laughs> yeah, oh, other what? than Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> and she's actually been they're, in- they're, they're foaming at the mouth now, Christina. Calm down. <laughs> they're all punching themselves. Why, Twilight? Why? <laughs> all right. In 2002, she was in Panic Room with Jodie Foster. She was the little girl. I oh, love that movie. That I didn't is, realize that. Th- me either. Not until I was reading her uh, thing. I was like, whoa, I really like that movie. Right. It was a good movie. But she was in that. She was also in Cold Creek Manor from 2003. Okay. <laughs> um, Jumper from 2008. Okay. She played Joan Jett in The Runaways in 2010. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, okay. I think she got some... Uh, some uh, nominations and stuff for playing John Jack. I don't remember. No clue. She was also in 2016's Personal Shopper. You saw that movie, didn't you? No. I knew it was a horror thriller. Okay, and then <laughs> I also have to mention Charlie's Angels because I just don't get it. Oh. <laughs> okay. And then uh, also starring T.J. Miller. He was in Silicon Valley, the TV show. And then, of course, he was in Deadpool. Yeah. The bartender. The bartender, and yeah. He was also in Cloverfield. He's the, the reason that Deadpool is called Deadpool is because he started the Deadpool on, right. all, the, on the assassins. On the, that's yeah. right. That's anyway. right. Uh, he was also in Cloverfield. Uh, to 28, 2008. Yes. <laughs> I was tw- from 2080. Just kidding. Um, also the stars. He was the cameraman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's one of his earliest that. ones, too. Yeah, that was the f- first Cloverfield, too. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of good people. Well, in it's funny because he was in that Cloverfield, and then that other guy who's in this movie, right, was in was in ten. Which one is that? That was John Gallagher Jr. John Gallagher Jr. was in Clo- Ten Cloverfield Lane. Lane. He was one of the guys that was stuck in the basement, right? Yeah, with John Goodman and or whatever. All, yeah, and he's in this movie. Yeah, it's just kind of an interesting tie-in, you know what I mean? Of them being in you know similar franchises, I guess. Right. Even though they're not even the same. Right. <laughs> uh, Jessica Henwick, uh, the other female in this movie, she was in Game of Thrones. She was also in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. She played Jess, and then she's what I found interesting. She's in the upcoming movies: The Matrix Four, oh yeah, Go- Godzilla versus Kong, um, and Monster Problems. Which Godzilla versus Kong might have Mecha Godzilla? <laughs> uh, Vincent Castle, Castle, Vincent Castle. He played the captain. He was in Irreversible from two thousand and two. Blacks. You can never forget him from that movie. I don't think I've seen that movie. <laughs> oh God. Um, Black Swan from 2010. Uh, he was in Jason Bourne 2016, and he's currently in the Westworld um, show this okay, season. This cool. season only, I guess. And then, like we mentioned before, John Gallagher Jr., he played the injured guy. He was in 10 Cloverfield Lane. He was also in the Belco Experiment, which we liked. And then he's also in this upcoming- Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. He was the main guy, Yeah, wasn't he was he? the main guy. Um, and he's also in an upcoming horror movie called Larry. Okay. So we got to watch out for that one. Yeah, I like him. I don't know why. Yeah, the budget. For he doesn't have a really big role in this part in this movie, but he does a good job. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, he's mostly. Yeah, I don't want to say, but yeah, the budget for this movie was eighty million. Okay. Estimated. Yeah, it was. It said fifty to eighty million before, but you know who knows. Yeah, I just saw eighty. This this movie in particular just didn't have a huge advertising thing. They did mostly just social media. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, like, because I I'm a nerd. I I I follow Entertainment Weekly and I follow all the morning shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. And usually they'll have the actresses on or the actors on. And I didn't see Kristen Stewart didn't do anything for this movie. Like she no, did. Nobody. She did when they finished because <laughs> they did a lot of on. Like when I was doing my research, she did a lot of on set. Um, interviews and stuff. Oh, well, that's she standard. Did, she did like one press thing mm-hmm. that I like saw. Like during the movie or like One after recently? and one during recently? or at the very end of the movie. Oh, because I was talking about recently. Right, because this movie, guys, if you don't know, and I'll explain to you, is this movie was started filming in the spring of 2017. This is before the merger of Disney and Fox, you know, happened. So it just kind of, you know, sat there for a long time till they figured out what they were going to do with it. Um, but yeah, so. Right. So what did you think, Alex? Well, I'm glad that you asked, Christina. <laughs> I don't know why I still find that funny. Um, anyway, so 
I actually really enjoyed this movie, guys. This is a movie that, like I mentioned, was made years ago. And I think partially because of that merger, um, I heard someone talking about there's like rumors that the reason that this movie came out in January uh, is partially because they didn't know what to do with it. I mentioned it was Chris Stuckman or whatever. And that seems to make a lot of sense because this movie, to me, could have competed with any summer blockbuster, period. And I think that the fact that they put it in January just meant that they didn't know what to do with it. Uh-huh. And I don't know why, because I think this movie is really good. Uh, if you're like an underwater horror movie fan, you're going to like this. I think whether or not you love it or not will depend on what your minor gripes with the film might or might not be. So it's kind of up in the air because I've seen a lot of like reviews of people who are like, I don't even know what they're trying to say, to be honest with you, because I don't agree with a lot of them. But first up, let's talk about some of the good stuff. For creature feature films, I really think this is actually a pretty decent one. And this is going to scratch that underwater creature itch really fucking hard. By the end of this movie, I'm pretty sure that if you're a fan of underwater horror or aqua or whatever you want to call it horror, you're going to be tussling with whether or not you love this film or just think it's really good because that's for me what I feel. It's a, it's a movie that just dives in right off the bat, pun intended. Like it does, it's like two or three minutes of the movie <laughs> of Kristen Stewart in the scene you see in the trailer, just standing in a bathroom and then instantly it, the movie kicks off. Shit. Yeah. Shit's going down. Yeah. It wastes no time trying to explain anything. So you, you might want to pay close attention, by the way, to the opening credits, guys, because tucked in there is a little bit of lore and a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of background on what they were doing in this underwater base. Just gives you a little bit of insight. I didn't catch the date that this was taking place on the news articles and stuff that they were flashing on the screen, which I always fucking miss for some odd reason. But anyways, in some ways, this movie feels like kind of like a two act movie. Because it kicks off so quick. Like, there's no setting it up. It just jumps right into the action. Like, uh, instant, like, holy survival. We got to get through this kind of situation all the way to the end. Which I personally enjoyed. I think that is a good move. And I have been critical of other movies for doing that and not setting up the characters. But for some reason, this movie seems to do it well. And they kind of sprinkle in the sentiment and the characters. Good enough for me maybe not others, uh, throughout the whole movie. Like, it didn't feel, like, out of place or anything when they dropped those little character, uh, you know, things inside the movie. Essentially, the movie is about them drilling in the Mariana Trench for oil or some sort of minerals or power source of some sort. And then, of course, shit goes completely wrong, and they assume it's an earthquake or obviously something worse, as we already know. Uh, but the station starts to implode in different sections, and they kind of have to race to the bottom of the murky Mariana Trench waters in order to fucking escape and get to safety on the surface. It's PG-13, but don't let that PG-13 rating fool you. It's actually a really fucking hard PG-13. Like, I'm surprised they got away with a lot of the stuff that they did in the film. Like, there's blood. Oh, yeah. And there there's is. some stuff in there that I'm like, okay, that's... How did they do that? You know what I mean? So, but I guess because it's underwater, it changes things. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the acting, I think, is really pretty damn good, especially for the tone and pace of this kind of film anyway, which is pretty much an action thriller horror you know, underwater thriller movie or whatever you want to call it. But uh, TJ, the comic, TJ Miller, the comic relief has some jokes that aren't always great, but he does have some good ones in there. I think my problem was that he had a little too many, too rapidly, too quickly, too many times. It was almost like, okay, TJ, we get it. But, <laughs> but he had some, you know, he had a good character, I think, in this, in this movie. It was weird, but it was, it was TJ. Yeah, it was needed. Yeah. And like, it, it helps. And I'll explain more in the spoiler section, by the way. But that's really just a minor kind of gripe with this movie. How was Kristen Stewart? I think she was great. Uh, not once was I holding a grudge against her for being in the Twilight movies, which, you know, if you're one of those people who still go on about it, which I think is pretty stupid at this point, just don't watch the movie. <laughs> You're, you're never going to like a movie with Kristen Stewart in it anyway, and you can deprive yourself of a really great film. So just feel free to just skip this one if that's on your mind. No offense. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, I honestly, I just I just don't get all the hate 
for all that for actors who have done movies in the past. Like, I get why people connect themselves to it, but the Heath Ledger effect, which is where he was doing all these like movies that I wasn't exactly into before he did The Dark Knight. And it's like, you never know how, how bright a star can shine until you give them the role to prove you wrong. So I think, is this the role that proves everybody wrong about Kristen Stewart? No, but it's definitely a good role for her because she plays it really strong. Uh, like Ellen Ripley. Is she Ellen Ripley? Is she going to get awards for it? Probably not, but she does a really good job. Did you think? Yeah, she did. She did good for the role. I don't know. I think she plays the strong hero type pretty well. And she plays it kind of like how I feel like, did you ever feel like in the movie? Like I felt like she wasn't like a stereotypical machine. Uh, what do they call her? A machine operator. Uh, she called a mechanical engineer. Yeah. Like a computer mechanic or something. No, no, no. She was a mechanical engineer because the guy asked her if she was a computer engineer and she was like, no, no, I'm a mechanic. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so I think for somebody that plays a role of the mechanical engineer, she was kind of like Joe, you know, everybody. Right. Which I thought was good. It was right. kind of refreshing instead of this uptight sort of character that she did. It like gave it some dimension, I guess. Right. Pretty much all the acting across the board was pretty on par. Uh, I would say for some people, it might be sufficient to great, depending on where you you know, what mm-hmm. your type of cinema you like to experience is. So, but how about the creatures? I thought this was pretty fucking cool stuff here. They're, it was creative. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, they did a lot of CGI, of course, in this, some practical. Not as much practical as I was hoping for, but it kind of makes sense, you know, like how they did it in this movie because it is an underwater movie. And like, what are you going to fucking put somebody in a fucking black creature of the Black Lagoon suit and just <laughs> fucking make them drown? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I just, I mean, so it kind of makes sense. They also kind of like keep these really tight shots and very intimate kind of claustrophobic shots uh, in this movie. And I'm 100% sure that they did that intentionally to create some sort of claustrophobia. And, you know, people who are scared of the water, this is going to freak you out probably. You know what I mean? Like being in that situation, how they did the tight shots, I thought was done to intentionally feel like there was no escape. Right. And it did seem a little overwhelming. Uh, like I needed a breather from those tight shots sometimes because it was a little hard to see at times. So I wouldn't have minded to see a little bit more wider right. shots necessarily. I don't think it would have ruined the movie necessarily, but just to give us some perspective. Right. So, but it, that's another minor gripe with me. So, um, the design, the set design was fucking awesome and totally a vibe of like Ridley Scott movies with like Alien and stuff, which a lot of people are making comparisons to like Alien, The Abyss. Can we please stop talking about The Abyss now? Someone's like, oh, they splash water on me just like The Abyss. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I am sorry. I just scared the shit out of my dog. You just scared the dog. <laughs> you just scared Marie. <laughs> Ow, I hurt my hand. Um hit the desk. <laughs> well, I hit my chair. But anyway, yeah, if you're one of those people that think it's like the abyss just because it's in water, like, it's fine. I'm not, like, trying to be a dickhead here, but I'm just tired of hearing it because it's like, uh, like, there's, how many underwater movies are there, okay? Is everything the abyss? Like, no. Did the fucking creatures in abyss come to destroy everyone? No, they didn't, okay? They, they tried to save everyone, okay? I don't even remember <laughs> it, that It was movie. the people that were fucked up in that movie, not the fucking creatures oh, in the ocean. Oh, right. Uh, so I don't even know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, oh, you splash some water on me? <laughs> oh, just like the abyss. <laughs> I mean, if they had a scene where they're pounding on someone's chest, live, damn you, live, then I might have been given a little more credence to it, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, one of my favorite scenes that makes me laugh every time I see it, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> I also liked the sound design and the score in this movie. I felt it was pretty notable for the most part. Right. Like, it, it you know, I can't, like, think back into any song because I'm there's so much going on. But mm-hmm. I felt like it fit. Right. Like, it fit really well. And, like, how they did the sound effects and stuff like that with, like, because, you know, it's a very condensed sound when you're inside of a bass underwater. So it's, like, the clanging and shit like that and the screaming screeching and stuff like that was pretty cool um but yeah by the end of the movie guys this was totally worth the fucking wait 
Like, holy shit, was it worth the wait for me? And like I said before, fans of underwater films, do not deprive yourself of the glory that is to be had by the end of this movie. You will hate yourself for not seeing this fucking movie. Trust me, if you are any sort of underwater horror fan or anything, trust me, please believe me. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I think they did a really good job. So uh-huh. I think they did a really good job of presenting that fear. Um, was it scary? I wouldn't call it like super scary. You know, like it, it definitely is like claustrophobic. And, right. That you know, was more scary. I thought it was interesting, but it's like really hard to scare me anymore. Right. So but I definitely felt like there was tension and my fist clenched with joy when I saw certain scenes towards the end uh-huh. that I was like, I was like, te- I kept touching your leg, like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and when we get into the spoilers, I'm going to come all over the fucking audio for this. So just, you know, if you have seen the movie, just, just, just wait for it, okay? But again, a lot of the comparisons that people are making, sure, I can see that that being possible. But don't, don't. It is its own thing. And I would say that this is one of the better um, underwater horror movies we've seen in a very long time. So. What was the last underwater one you liked? I don't know. I mean, there's been some shark ones and stuff that I like. Oh, yeah, and, the Meg. You know, and it's hard to make comparisons without that, without spoiling some of oh, what's yeah, going exactly, on, too. Exactly. So I don't want to go there. But I think this is a movie that's somewhere between an eight and a nine. So we'll just call it halvesies and say 8.5 from me. Uh, cause I couldn't decide. Like, like the end really justifies the score on this one for uh-huh. me. So it's really hard. Like it could be a nine for me, but I definitely want to see it again. I definitely will own it. And now I want to hear <laughs> you shit all over my favorite movie I'm not this year. S- I'm going to shit all over it. <laughs> Maybe I'll just, I'll, I'll just little. No, no, no. I want to, I want to hear what you have to think genuinely because she wouldn't talk right. to me about it. No. I had no one to talk to about this Cause until, that's what, cause we got to talk right now. That's why I know, but I couldn't spoil it with anybody else because I wanted to talk to him about it. John oh. Hale, my good, my fucking boy, John Hale <laughs> just got to see it today and oh. he, and he's all excited and I can't wait to talk to him about it, but I don't want to spoil the episode. So please. Well, I'm not in the water stuff. Yeah. I mean, Jaws was cool. Yeah. But I mean, Charles was cool. cool. You just, they're foaming at the mouth, Christina. (laughs) It was a movie. And then when you told me we were going to go see this movie, and I didn't watch any trailers or anything like that. So I didn't even know. I was just like, okay. Oh, it's about water. Okay. (laughs) Oh, the abyss? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, (laughs) So, first of all, the title. (laughs) Like, I just. Yeah, I mean, it's it, kind of bland. I'm surprised it's never been taken. Yeah, that too. And maybe it has. Oh, I think it has. I think they just let the license run out on it. I think in the spoilers, we we should talk about what this could be named. Okay. It needs a better name. We need to rename this movie. I, I don't know about that. I'm fine with it. But I thought I thought it was a good movie. I loved how it jumped right into it. Um, but it was going a little bit too quick for me. Really? Yeah, at some points. You're usually bored with things. Like, why would you not? I know, I don't know. But, like, when you when you were saying about paying attention in the beginning, mm-hmm. because I did it. <laughs> yeah, you were kind of clueless. Yeah, so I ended up going through most of the movie with, like, a bunch of questions and stuff. But I, that's totally my fault. Right. Totally my fault. I think I think it's good that... There is, I think it's okay to have movies where you do not have to set up all the characters. Right. No, that's fine. Depending on what the it film is. It had nothing is, to you know do I mean? with the characters. I think the way they didn't, it, this movie did not need character development. It did, it was, though. It had it. It well, just it was had a, it a different way. Bit, yeah. But you didn't need it because I'm not going to spoil anything. This, These people were there for a reason to do a job. We knew why. We've seen situations. Everybody's seen situations like this before. So you really didn't need I to. I don't know about that. To build. Everyone's seen situations like this before? Well, in movies, I mean. You know not by I mean? the end. <laughs> well, no, no. That's I'm talking about the characters. I know. I'm kidding okay. you. <laughs> but everybody's acting was great. Plot line was great. So what do you think about Kristen Stewart? Her performance in she particular. Was, she was fine. I'm glad that role was done by a female. Okay. I don't understand why that her hair had to be blonde. I mean, I understand it being shaved because 
you know, it's the job, you're underwater. I think it's just the tough, roughneck sort of like army thing. I really wish they would have just left it her natural color because she looks like Justin Bieber to me (laughs) from like 10 years ago. Oh my God. (laughs) It bothered me. I don't know why. (laughs) Well, and they were also trying to do probably, I don't know if they were intentionally doing that, but you know, Ellen Ripley from fucking, I think it was Aliens where she shaves her head or whatever or something. But again, like in Aliens, her head was shaved because- Was it three? I can't remember. I can't, but they said why, like it was about the lice or something in space. And then to me, this movie, they're underwater, they're Mm -hmm. working underwater. You should- you should. You shouldn't have hair. Like, you yeah. shouldn't have to worry about it. Even though the other female character, she had long hair. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, everybody's acting was great. The plot line was great. Um, I think how you said how the timeline, it was in the future. Mm-hmm. I think that was correct with the technology. Yeah, the technology does not match to the current. <laughs> By any means. That's what that oxygen tanks that they were using. We don't right. have shit like that. Oh, no way. Well, that we know of. Right. You know, the well, we don't even have the technology to go down to the Mariana Trench anyway, so it should be in the future, right? Right. I've just seen some people who have reviewed going, don't get me started on the fucking, the science behind this. It's oh like, my oh my God. Yeah, I think you're right. It was, it was done in the future. Okay. But see, whereas you liked it, how they made it, they made it seem confined. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like that. Really? Because I wanted to see more because the whole, the whole, um, I don't know, station. It looked like there was like a city down there. Right. You know what no, I mean? And yeah. I, and the, I won't spoil anything, but I mean, it, it was bigger. I think you could see more down there, but you know, budget restraints or whatnot. I see why they, I don't think it was a budget restraint. I you, think it was an intentional restraint. Yeah. Well, you're probably right, but I wanted to see more. Yeah. So that was just all kind of lacking to me. So overall, I did have some concerns. Which I'll save till spoilers. Some gripes. <laughs> but I think if I watched it again at home, mm-hmm. I would like it better. 4K. <laughs> yeah, because I Although think- Disney does shitty 4K transfers, apparently. That's what I found oh, out. Oh, I don't care. I do think it being on the big screen like that, seeing mm-hmm. it in the movie, th- I don't think the, the movie theater does it justice. I think it will be better like at home, just on your TV. Yeah. I think you'll be able to notice more. I think I'll, I'll be able to keep up, because if you're like me- and I, we came in, we rushed in, and I I just couldn't think it. But anyway, seven. <laughs> seven. Seven. God, you were hard to please. But again, man. I think if I saw it again, it might go higher. I think I think I think when we watch it again, when it comes out in a couple of months. A couple I, months. I'm really I'm I'm kind of like Part of me is really curious where Disney's going to take some of these, uh, like aliens and shit like that, because I'm really, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think this movie is, is a really good movie. Probably one of the better movies you'll ever see in January. Like this could have been a blockbuster summer hit. Maybe the fact that it came out earlier on will do it justice in the long run for the year and people will enjoy it or maybe they'll forget it. But they I th- put, they should put it on Netflix. I would put It'll this up good. with all those other movies, Deep Star, fucking Leviathan, fucking Deep Rising, like Virus even. I like that movie. Some people don't. I really do. I think it's <laughs> it's silly and fun. <laughs> Plus I would love to make like if they actually had a budget to make that a real movie because it's based off the comics Virus is anyway. But this movie is is definitely nestled into some of the better uh, underwater horror movies. And uh, there's one specific reason, one very big reason why. And uh, I will explain that to you guys in the spoilers section. So, Which is right now? Yeah. Which, if you guys have not seen the movie, literally, guys, like, I know, like, you're like, well, I'll get to it. It's not going to spoil it for me. Really. Just, just go see the movie. Support it. Support this kind of movie from coming out so that we get better ideas like this. Uh, even if it's kind of borrowed a little bit from similar things, we still need to see movies like this and let Hollywood know that these are the kind of movies we want to see, that we want something that actually has some fucking value, I guess. I don't know, like to me. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump into our spoiler section and uh, we're going to go ahead and do that right now. So if you haven't seen the movie, this is your warning. <laughs> so I have a few things that I want to talk about, and I don't want to just let the cat out of the bag. I don't like doing it right off the bat, like on spoilers. Oh, we got to ease into it. Yeah, we got to ease into it and just salivate until we get well, to the Well, let's good not go stuff. that far. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
let's let's I want to get into some of the uh, acting and a little bit more about TJ and his character and his role a little bit and uh, some of my gripes with him, maybe. Okay. Like he did have one joke that I really, really liked. Um, that was funny. So they all decide that they're, that all these people have died, and that the only way that they're going to survive is to walk up along the the base of the Mariana Trench, uh, where they're drilling, and they have to go down like a, a mile and then walk a mile in the sea floor with people who are untrained in walking out on the Mariana Trench and this like thing. And this as there, no sense to me. It, it, and then the funny thing is, is when they go when they are getting ready to go, there's like a cut. And then it shows TJ pushing play on the fucking boombox, and he's all like jamming out to it, like they're all like getting geared up, getting ready to fucking take on the fucking journey, and <laughs> and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Like they look at him, he's like, "What?" I mean, if we're gonna do it, let's do it. Like, <laughs> I really wish I could remember what song was playing. If anybody knows, they should comment. I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember either. It didn't. Stick it was out like a, I think it had a female vocalist, kind of like a rocky, kind of alternative uh-huh. sort of thing. I don't know. I could. I don't know. But yeah, if you guys know, let us know. But I thought that was funny. And they had that running gag with him and the little bunny, which is kind of forced, if you ask me, just a little bit. But you know, even sometimes when you synthetically put in stuff like that a little bit, it still carries. A right. certain, it, it kind of lets you like take a breath, you know, because this movie is so claustrophobic. Uh-huh. You know, him being in this movie as the comedic relief is kind of important to the viewer because it's like, okay, yeah, that was good. Okay, that was tense. Like we got through that. You know, maybe not as tense to everybody, but I'm just saying tension and uh, you need a little breather right. every now and then. Right. Because um, there's a lot going on. <laughs> right. But I do feel like he was doing the jokes a little too rapidly. Yeah, he was. Like, it was like, it'd be like one out, like every time somebody said something. Yeah, it was like. And I was like, okay, TJ, we get it. Like, <laughs> and I don't know if that's just like him going off the cuff in a lot of different parts and they added the best ones. Yeah, and that's he, what I was kept thinking ma- too. And know, there was just too much good stuff. Right. And they didn't want to leave any of it Right. Out. Like, but I do think that it's important that they had it in there in some degree because when they literally yank the motherfucker out of his suit and crush his face and everything it kind of destroys hope (laughs) and and that's kind of an important fucking thing in a fucking movie that about so much claustrophobia and everybody in the move on in the movie ongoing was was trying to stay hopeful and they kept dying and dying and dying so right that was yeah that was kind of i thought that was kind of cool i don't know that was like my only big gripe um you know, I thought Kristen Stewart, like her character, she did really well. She rose to the occasion. She became a hero. She seemed like a human being, not like some fucking like overdramatic, like, you know, thing. She seemed like susceptible and, and kind of like a everyday person would be, you know, who rose to the occasion because, you know, she I don't remember exactly what her issue was because she talked about it with that other girl. She said, I have my own issue and why I came down here. And she talks about it in the beginning of the movie. In the very beginning of the movie about being isolated and working in a job at a drill site in the bottom of the Mariana Trench and like how it affects her and why she did it, sort of. Well, it but you you forget it because like everything just goes off the fucking hinge like in three minutes. Her fiance died. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah she lost the love of her life. Yeah, because remember at the end when she was shoving the other girl in the pod, yeah, <laughs> and when she was like, uh, you know, I got my chance. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna make sure you don't lose your chance or some whatever. Right, and then she there. earlier before that she was like, you know, you love him. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of. <laughs> it was a little weird for me, but I mean, whatever. That's like kind of the charm of like her. I think they really wanted to push that she's not an extraordinary person. Right. She's just rising to the occasion. She's she's surviving. That's right. what they're doing. They're surviving. Yeah, and and every step along the way, it's like there's all this shit going wrong right. and she's got to like stay strong. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like, well, and it's funny too cuz usually they'll 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 throw in a character in there who's who's just the selfish prick. Right. They, they didn't have that they in this. They didn't have that and I like that. That's a really everybody, good point. Everybody was just trying to survive. They just wanted to even to more make it proof. To the surface. Even more proof that this is not the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, you little abyss fuckers. I like the abyss. Don't you dare. Uh, anyway, sorry. I'll stop. Um, but they did have the stereotypical comedic, comedic relief. 
Yeah, but, but that's, that was okay. I like, don't think there's, okay. that's a, that's a, that's a thing that, I don't know, like some of the fucking, when I look at the like alien covenant or like alien Prometheus or the Prometheus movie, uh-huh. like, I feel like some of that is missed in some of those movies. Like they have like the comedic beats. Oh yeah. No, no. It's, but it's it feels good. so, I don't know. It's good. It's but just it's typical. sparse. Right. I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, um, did you feel like it was an alien movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it I mean, they, like the it, aliens never came on board. Right. I mean, like, this could have been in space. Well, except it was in the tunnel. Well, yeah. You know? That's the great thing about yeah. fucking these kind but of it's movies. it's fucking Earth. That's on our fucking Earth. Wait, I have a question since we're on that. Why? Okay, I'm not an expert of the ocean, or especially, like, way underneath, deep down there. Right. Why wasn't there any fish or sharks? It's pretty deep. Or do you think, do they just not go that far? I don't know. Or maybe they couldn't <laughs> afford the CGI. No, <laughs> For the fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was just so claustrophobic that they didn't want... I don't know. I thought about that too a little bit now that I think of it back when I, when we were at the theater watching it, I was like, uh-huh. like, what is on the bottom of the floor of that? And like, I feel like that was a kind of a little bit of a missed opportunity in maybe some way. What was that movie where the, they did have a the, squid. The sh- they did have an did octopus. They have an octopus. They have an octopus. But I thought that was the creature. No, I thought so too, but I think it was a squid or Wait, not. What, maybe what it was. What are you talking about? I there was, was a moment where she bumps into something in the bottom of the, the ocean. And it's like I thought it was a like a, a like an octopus. Oh, I thought it was a smaller creature. I maybe it was, but I thought maybe we'll have to watch it. Again. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I you know to be honest with you, I, I I don't know. Would I go out? Would you go out to the theater again to see this one? No, I want to see it at home. Yeah, I mean that's a fair point. I'm sure this will get rushed out pretty quick. That's fine. Um. So, but we'll have to pick it up for sure. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll we'll get it. But but I need to know. Because you'll know. Okay. Th- this this movie made me think of another movie, but I can't think of the name of it. Um, the the ship their ship was like they made it seem like it was stranded in space or on another planet, but it was actually in an ocean. Oh, what movie um, was that? Yeah, where they all like um, evolve, like the people evolved yeah. into these like blue creatures. Yeah, and they kept, th- but they kept thinking they were in this in space, but they actually just crashed, and yeah. they were like in the middle of the ocean or something. Oh, that wasn't pa- Pandorium, was it? Pandorum. That is Pandorum. the one. Yes. Okay. That's the one. Yep, but yeah. That's the one. I've, but okay, why did it, it remind you of that necessarily? Or? I, it was it was the ambiance of the movie. Okay. Because it, it just made me think of, they thought they were in space, but they were in the ocean. And that's what this movie made me think of. Well, that movie had way wider shots. Like they, right. the interesting thing about this movie is that like, you know, there was all these close up shots. They're trying to get through these tunnels, trying to get through these narrow passages. They're, and then when they go out into the fucking ocean, it's almost like you can't even see more than five feet in front of you. Right. And so, which I would assume is what what it's like in the middle of the ocean. So it's like. Yeah, it's like, what do you do? You can't really like critique the movie poorly on that. But in the same regard, we're not used to it and we want to see more. Yeah. So it's like this inner battle that you have a little bit. So, but I think, you know, I don't think they would have suffered if they would have given a little bit more perspective. Um, I think it might have been a little overwhelming to have so many of those shots but i get why they did it and i'd have to see it again to see if it really bothers me the second time Uh that's just an initial first time watching mental thing that you think about well because i felt like wanting to pull my head back a lot of the time when i was watching the movie right but then they they do open it up a little bit but it is the the deep and you know it's hard to see down there there's like no light whatsoever right except what you Um, have on you and then they kept having to turn off their lights which is like god damn it god damn Damn it, turn on fucking lights. I need to see something. Well, and light doesn't go very far underwater. Right. Like, not as much. Before we get into the creatures, I, the scariest part of the movie for me was at the beginning when the, the whole station started crashing. Oh, like, that was cool. Me, yeah, it was really cool. I like how they did it and, you know, her running and. Yeah, and the typical, like, we have to save or kill these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah that stuff. I thought that was... A little typical, but yeah. I, I definitely liked it. I thought it was good. I always put myself in those situations, and I'm like, oh, what would I do? Oh, my God, would I make it? I don't think I would make it. I'd probably drown. But that's okay. Well, I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned that this movie felt like a PG, like almost an R. 
in some regards. Did you forget that it was a PG-13 movie when you were watching it? Because I did. Yeah, I don't really care. Okay, this is how I think of it. Can my niece and nephew watch this? I think they can. Yeah, I think they can So PG-13. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, That'd be a good one to watch with them, too. Cause yeah, we're, it would. We're like, guys, we're always looking, like, because her uh, nephews moved into town. and My like, niece and nephew. And, like, I'm trying to, you know, like, find movies that they can watch because they love horror movies. Both yeah. of them. Both of them do. Uh-huh. Like, I'm trying to find the movies, and this might be a good suggestion, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm still trying to get them to watch Crawl, but the mom won't let them. <laughs> did you Did you think they sh- they did a good job of kind of not revealing the creatures too much? Because I did. I did. Yeah, I like, thought so. Like, of course I want to see just creatures everywhere. I yeah. want to see them, like, Ooh, okay. all, all different types. I want to see, like, fucking... But what was cool... Was mm-hmm. we first started seeing them, and then it turned out to be something more. Yeah, but we don't want to get into that yet. Okay, I'm, I'm just saving saying, that for I'm the just, end. I'm just saying. Okay, that's fine. I'm just saying. It's, Let's that talk about cool. the initial entrance entrance to the creatures and stuff like that. Right? Was it too long for you? No. Did you like how they did it? Yes. Did, was it tasteful to you? Yes. Okay. I feel the same way. Although you know, my inner child, my inner oh, horror of fan, of, of course. course, wants to see more and more. I will say, th- okay, yes, they did drag it out a little bit too much. I do wish the big reveal at the end, I wish there was more. I like how they were, like, having it, like, crawl around stuff, too. Right. So you couldn't fully see it until it, like, tried to suck on Nora's head, like Kristen Stewart's fucking head. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. What you, about... You're gonna, I, yeah, what? Go, go ahead. The scene where what? she gets swallowed. That's the one, huh? Yeah. Well, right before that. Uh-huh. When they were dragging him into the, I think it was the last station they had to go to, and all the the dangling arms and feet of the creatures, and they had to walk through that, and I'm just sitting there, and then I was like, holy shit, this would be such an awesome haunted house or Halloween Horror Nights, <laughs> like haunted house. Yeah, you just get everybody that submerged so- underwater wearing... Yeah, well, and you can walk through, like, tunnels and waters, like, squirt, you started with the squirting, and then you have to walk through the creatures and shit. Yeah. Anyway, by the way, just a little bit of trivia to throw out there. Kristen uh, Stewart said that this is one of her biggest fears. Oh, is water? Mm-hmm. Oh, especially like in the open water. Then she's a good actress for doing she, a role. She wanted to push herself, yep. and I find that a lot of actors or actresses or just people who are into uh, acting want to do that and push themselves into stuff that they're unfamiliar with. Uh huh. For many different reasons, but mostly just to challenge themselves. Right. In fact, the uh, suits she said, she said that this was one of the hardest movies she's ever shot physically. Oh. And mentally that she's ever done. She's like, you know, they always ask you what you think, you know, how the struggles were and everything like that. And everybody always says, oh, yeah, it was great. Like, we all got along. She was like, well, we all got along. She's like, but it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh huh. You know, being in that situation, like how she said the suits that they were oh, wearing heavy. Were, as they weighed as much as your body. So she was carrying herself on her back uh-huh. while I doing see that. It. Those yeah. look, they were they were spacesuits. Okay, I have a gripe. Okay. Why weren't they wearing water suits? Why, especially the girls in their their underwear? The guys really weren't in underwear. Yeah, they were. They were in like boxers. TJ and had his shredded fucking underwear. Yeah, they did that on purpose because they had to do the, the oh, well, the girl's mostly naked. We got to do a little bit of the guy. I think they all were pretty much what they're wearing, what their undergarments were. Okay, so why weren't they wearing water suits? Because it's <laughs> sub below temperatures. But wouldn't they wouldn't want- be able to survive that down that far down. It's so cold. No, no. Well, I know that they would with the suits and everything, but yeah. wouldn't you want a water suit on underneath the suit? I mean, I don't know anything about this. I stuff, don't know. I mean, maybe. But I would think I'd rather have a water suit on than just my undo. Uh, I don't my know the technology in the future, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. Okay, it, did, it did grate me that uh, it wasn't like sexualized or anything. It's just like, well, oh God, I sound like a whiny female. <laughs> 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 anyway, never mind. I won't even go there. Um, yeah, I mean, the, but, but back to the creatures. Okay. It's fine. We could talk about it. Like, I, how did you feel about the CGI for them? Like the, I guess it was fine for felt natural being, to me. It didn't feel like yeah, it didn't feel abrasive or like, like they were underwater creatures. So it's like 
I don't know. Felt natural to yeah. me for the most part. Yeah, like, it, I plus, could, I think the murky water kind of worked to their favor yeah. in that regard a little bit because, like, totally. you couldn't see them all the time. So you didn't need to show them all the time in, like, these, like, brightly lit CGI situations. You know what I mean? Right. Where you can really see the fucking flaws. Right. So it kind of, I think it worked out in that regard. Although I would have liked to see, like, a creature on, like, in dry, like, out in the open, not in the water. We didn't really get to see that. Oh, yeah. We got to see the, like, spine or the back of one that pulled TJ out of his, poor TJ out of his suit, which he didn't have a name in the movie that I recall, by the way. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember either. I think that, I swear to God, I think they called him TJ. But anyway, I think, I think once we watch it again, cause I remember the creatures, the, or the smaller creatures, or I remember seeing them and what they look like. Right. But I think, I think, I think we need to watch it at home. Of course. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I wouldn't mind going. I like if my buddy was like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. And they were like, uh, I'd be like, let's, let's go. Let's go fucking see it, dude. Like, I'll, I would go, like, if, like, I even asked John today, I was like, so do you go on with anybody? I was like, man, I wish I fucking lived out there with you so I could watch it with you. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, he had friends and stuff. So, but yeah, if a friend asked me, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> hint, hint, friends. Um, uh, yeah, the mind, mind don't care. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I live in my own filth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm laughing. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I haven't showered in years. Uh, <laughs> you out of control. Um, one of my favorite scenes uh, involving the creatures. There was a couple really that I liked, uh, but one in particular that was like the the one of the big ones was when she gets swallowed by the creature, and and watching oh, it right. slowly go over her and the suit uh-huh. was really fucking that was cool. Really cool. And she was like scrambling to get the gun. Uh huh. And you could tell. Yeah, like. Um, I did like a lot of the implosion scenes. The first implosion scene with the fucking. Uh, the guy that she first meets, I can't think of his name, Victor, uh-huh. or like, I can't remember his name. I don't think he had a name. Some of them didn't have names. No, he had a name. I remember her saying it because she said, I'm Nora, and he said he was somebody else. It's like, he, you find out that he knew that he was going to die anyway, and he gave her the good helmet because he wanted her to survive. Uh-huh. Because he was the one that was like, shut it, shut it, shut it, and he realized that she was the good-natured person, uh-huh. and that she was going to be helping everybody, and that he was really the... The one that wasn't. Uh-huh. And so he let her live. But you see his face get crushed in by the fucking glass. Right. That was a pretty cool scene, too. That was cool. Um, they did have some, like, weird, like, the apparently the, the oxygen, the little tanks that they had that are, like, glowing blue fucking, uh, I don't know what it is. Right. Some sort of fuel. <laughs> Uh, oxygen fuel or whatever uh looks irradiated as fuck um but anyway it when they when they implode it, it just like sends out a shockwave of this blue uh-huh which i thought was kind of cool to see uh-huh regardless if it makes sense technologically or you know science wise like um that's all minor dumb shit to me i don't really care right you know what I mean? it's fiction it's a fiction movie right when, it's so, fiction. <laughs> so what is the name of the creature and species at the bottom of the ocean what exactly because it's <laughs> fucking fiction <laughs> um no i'm just i'm i'm teasing you guys but i like nick my buddy nick he always gets hung up on this fucking the the like science of things and he just he gets he, he gets really hung and up don't on watch that futuristic he can't movies. he can't let himself like you know because he watched too much star trek and i'm like come oh, on man that's so realistic hey man they've made like actual technology based off some of the star trek shit no joke. Yeah, I know. Touchscreen technology is in part <laughs> to do with, and, and maybe even holograms at this point, um, is some of the inspiration behind it. But anyway. Right. And uh, this might be in, in inspiration to people who need to work underwater for energy or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's in the future. Right. I'll leave it at that. Um, but the scene where she does get swallowed, I thought that was so cool. She shoots the gun and pops out the back of it and then crawls out of its body. Yeah, that's And I was cool. like, that is like, kind of cool. badass. Look at this badass. <laughs> Ripping up the, the creatures that are eating you. Right. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, and, and then her friend and just dragging her boyfriend and like, I don't know. That was a really cool scene. But yeah. So do you want to talk about the... When they're when you were mentioning when they were like walking through there and they saw their legs, their little flipper legs. 
little, little flippies. Cool. Little flippy floppies. <laughs> little flippy flops. <laughs> um, when they were doing that to get to this one entrance of the shepherd, which is the, the, the last final pod where they can get to escape pods or it's a, another drilling site that has other escape pods. escape pods, I should say. Yeah. Like before they get in there, all of those little flippies go up in the air or up in the sea and they and they're like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. And they look up and then she realizes it's a part of a bigger beast. They're attached to something. And she shoots her fucking flare gun towards it. And you see it go by its face and like light up this ginormous Cthulhu sized creature in the ocean which just I came in my mouth at that point in time I squirted in you're it, disgusting yeah I cinnabon yeah. the shit out of That's my mouth disgusting <laughs> I never want to watch this movie with you again and never eat a cinnabon again you fucking creeper <laughs> <laughs> but dude like i mean i think this may be the like the first time that we've ever seen uh, in a movie a uh-huh. cthulhu like creature from under the sea like that i mean i could be wrong but what? but that it had the like you know the neck yeah. tentacles and the you know i don't know about i didn't see any wings but it did have like arms yeah it had arms. because you don't see that until the end when she fucking blows up the fucking station and did you notice the mouth? It was split. It was, yeah, it was kind of split. It was it like, they like a roast beef vagina. They gave it like a fucking like yeah, like a like a like a fucking you know creature of the black lagoon yeah. kind of looking mouth a little bit, I guess. Dude, what does that thing eat? Yeah, you know, I know. what I mean. Like, and if what do those little things eat? If it's got them all over you it, you know what? I bet you the little things. They go and eat whatever needs to be eaten, and then they go and they attach themselves on him. And squirt all their juices like a bee. Yeah, just like that. (laughs) (laughs) They go shit in its mouth. Hey, man, you might be right. Yeah. Um, I got the shit down. That, but seeing that creature really lit me up. Like, that was the moment I was like, oh my God. And then then the little creatures on it are kind of, it kind of reminded me of Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. How they had those little mites. I think they called them mites or something that fell off of the body and then like chased uh-huh. them in the in the uh, subway or whatever in Cloverfield. Oh, yeah. Um, ticks. Yeah, little ticks. Yeah. yeah. But I would say that it's very, cl- I mean, it's probably, it's obviously not Cthulhu, but it's the closest thing we've gotten. And you'll take it. And I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking take it and I'll fucking make Cinnabon on my face. <laughs> Stop. <it's gross. laughs> I'll make some cinnamon. Okay, we got it. I'll make some cinnamon on your back, lady. We got it. We got it. We got it. Why does that bother you? I don't know. Uh, my little cinnamon queen. (laughs) I'm just kidding, Ariel. I'm done. Uh, I do. There is a part. Okay, so they they finally get into the drill, the last drilling site, the Shepherd Station. Because they have all these separate uh, stations, some of them are older, newer, like that they were drilling and stuff. And uh, the guy who they've been dragging around, who's the guy from 10 Cloverfield Lane, I can't think of his name, off of uh, the top of my head, Nathan, Nate? John Gallagher Jr., I, a.k.a. the injured guy. <laughs> yeah, is that what his name is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have a lot of names to kind of like... They didn't need to. It's kind of weird, right? Anyway, so he's like got some sort of oxygen problem. Like he got either too much oxygen or not enough, and it kind of makes him like really out of it and like tripped out, like kind of like he's high as fuck. So they, when they all get on the fucking drilling site, there's like a window that you could see this ginormous fucking Cthulhu monster like rising up. And one of my favorite parts in this movie, and nobody caught it. I've not heard anybody talk about it, but I love this part. They like, you can hear the, the, the interpersonnel fucking automated system talking about welcome to the shepherd station and the EDC, whatever the, the name of the company is. I can't think of it. You know, welcome to the station with such and such industries. It's a leader in power. We have something big in store for you. And it's like, right as it's like in that window. And I was like, that's so great. I, like, I love that. Uh-huh. I missed that. I yeah. I, that. I was listening to what she was saying in the background because I was like, well, this is epic. I zoned that stuff out. It's, I'm like, oh, this is work shit. And then I just zoned it out. <laughs> well, I thought it was a, it was, I thought it was a really nice touch. Just, yeah, just something kind of, yeah. kind of fun that you would find in something like, I don't know, Cabin in the Woods or something like that. Uh-huh. Although this is not that tone of film. Right. This is actually very serious for the most part. 
like 90% of the time. Uh-huh. TJ gets like wiped out in like the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie, I think. Maybe 20. Yeah, it was a while. It was a while. He wasn't the first one to die. Guys, she first met in the beginning. He died first, didn't he? Yeah, because. Oh, the, the one that implodes. Yeah. yeah. Then, he's the second he one was, to die. Yeah, he's the second one. To okay. Die. But I thought he killed him off pretty quick, so. Yeah, I know. You lose count. But I also like how they ended the movie. Did you like the end of the movie? Yeah, I did. Well, yeah, I liked it, but I I don't like this narration shit. They only narrated it. She narrated it. She the was the narrator, yeah. And the end. But I don't know. That kind of crap bothers me. It was just like, I, well, you know what I think it is, is that if you've ever seen The Signal with the one with Lauren Fish, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, uh-huh. It is Same very thing. deep and uh, has a lot of meaning to it. So I'm sure he wanted to kind of add some sort of that thing oh, into okay. it. It's not just like a typical movie. Like, right. it's a thought out movie. So, right. I mean, you know, this is about, you know, rising to the occasion of being a hero or doing the right thing. And even Kristen Stewart was like, yeah, I, I like the story because it shows that even ordinary people, you know, can survive. They have that good in them to potentially do good right. when the times get tough, you know, uh, which, you know, most movies, they typically, if we're going to talk about typically, they will buckle under the pressure and then cause problems and everybody gets killed because of that dumbass uh-huh. or that person gets killed pretty quick because of that, you know, so it was kind of different to see that. So, but I liked it. She's like, let's light this motherfucker up or something like that at the very end. She's like, and what do you do with a lot of energy that has nowhere else to go? You light it the fuck up, and then it's <laughs> <laughs> boom, and she's like in slow motion. You see her get with the blowing up behind her, and that was like a close up shot on her. While you see the fucking Cthulhu monster trying to like get away from the blast, and it like sucks it in, and it's like man, like well, I guess there's no sequel now, you know. <laughs> uh, I know that there's going to be people with griping about the skate pods because if you're that far down with the yeah, pressure, I actually. Th- I- actually thought about that but hear me out on this um i can maybe explain away some of that uh, because they didn't show them constantly moving up it's like they went up levels and stopped right because oh. at at the end of the movie she does like a kind of like a uh expense report of like how much damage is going to be done and like how much explosion how big the explosion will be how far up the surface it will go so that it doesn't kill them and kills all the little creatures going after the pods Uh but they are at the same spot in the same place for a long time so they were probably sitting there for like five minutes like you would as a diver Uh going up certain levels for you know so that your pressure you didn't kill you right you know because you have to take it in levels right so maybe, you know, maybe we're pushing, maybe we're, you know. Or, you know, it's just fiction. Yeah. But mm, <laughs> I think, I think that, the, that, that they did think about that though. Yeah. Because that is, they were talking about pressure and all the way down. Yeah, they were. They were with their, with their suits and stuff. Right. So, I mean, maybe that's what happened and that's why she was like trying to blow it up so that they had enough chance to live. Right. Because those fish, those fish. If they were on the same trajectory that they shot out past the big creature in the pods, like they would have kept going. Right. <laughs> when they just stopped. Right. Plus the air would have pulled it up to the surface anyway. Right. So I don't know. They obviously had to stop. Right. And like, did you like the part where um the other girl gets punched in the face? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like, I don't know. She it's was a little bit too much. Just the conversation and then leading up to that, I was just like, oh, God. Well, then she hands John Gallagher the fucking little bunny and he's like, because <laughs> he's all high. He's high as fuck on oxygen. Highs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really really the more and more I think about this movie the more and more I like it it's very tough it's it's going to be tough for me to just like give it a final score but I'd say 8.5 is pretty 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 much pretty accurate uh-huh um it is one that I will definitely watch again it oh m- we'll definitely watch it again it, it made me want to watch aliens again you uh-huh. know like the alien franchise like I want to watch Pandorium Pandorum. Pandorum. <laughs> Mr. Fanatos Fandorium. <laughs> well, I hope people support this movie. I want I want them to show Disney to be like, yeah, this is the good movie. Uh-huh. Because that maybe they sense. could, you know, maybe they go back down and it's another team where they go back down. It'd probably be a shittier story because I honestly would want to see Kristen Stewart and she's dead. Right. You know, there's no way that she survived. <laughs> I mean, at least I don't think. I don't know. It's never, interesting. You never know. You yeah. never know in the world of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys. Well, I think that pretty much sums it up. What did you guys think of this movie? Are you going to see it? Have you seen it? And if you did, you shouldn't be listening to the end if you, unless you've seen this. But um, Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh. <laughs> Stupid Josh. <laughs> anyway, but guys, thank you so much for coming by this week. Uh, we got some other things planned for you this week on YouTube as well. I got, uh, I got a new review I put up for this movie called Inmate zero which is like a zombie demon in a prison movie that i did a review of it's spoiler free so maybe it'll give you something to look forward to uh uh, we are going to be doing a movie called the ascent this week um i'm not sure if we're going to hold off and save that one for an episode or i will do it as a youtube video so you can check it out i think you can get it on prime video and itunes you can rent it or buy it uh, I think it's like 10 bucks to buy it on iTunes and like $7 to rent it. So where are we going next week? We may or may not be going to Vegas for a couple going of days. To Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be in Vegas. You want to tell them what we're doing? I'm so excited. We're should be going to the Honda Museum. Definitely. Right. That's why we're going. Alex has been there before. Right. I've never but been they've there. made a lot of changes. Yeah. So it'll be different for you, too. Yeah. We're also going to the Tim Burton exhibit. Uh-huh. And we're going to the Banksy exhibit. Maybe. 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 That one's the further one out, and it's not the official Banksy one, so we're kind of hesitant. Well, and now I want to go to the Mom Museum because they have an, an exhibit on the Prohibition. And we're going to White Castle, guys. Oh, yeah. You are. I I'm going to meet Harold and Kamar. Somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. And we'll do other things. I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. Christina gets to treat herself this time. So I'm like, whatever you want to do, baby. Yay. I'm so excited. Yeah, baby. We can go out there and fucking make babies and shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shit on you. Oh, sm- stop it. What stays in, what happens no, in Vegas stays no, in Vegas. No. <laughs> no. I'm totally kidding, guys. Sorry, I'm getting out of control. You're out of control. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming by this week, and uh, we will see you next week for a brand new episode of Beyond the Void. As always, long live the void.